Yo, do you want to see the sickest shit ever? <laughs> I'm just asking. Yes. I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just gonna, like, you can say no. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I, got, I got the shit, you know? You got, you got that good stuff? I got that good shit. You got the good shit? Do I gotta? Do I have to go on any rides or anything? Anything that I wouldn't want to do? N- no. A- in fact, here you could just have it. Here, let's shake on it. We'll shake. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just shake. Yeah, okay. that sounds okay. like a deal. You don't want let's anything. Make, nothing. At nothing all? at all. Let's make a deal right now. Hmm. All right. Sounds good. Where are we? Hell. Hell. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Join us on a dazzling cinematic adventure down the highway to hell. A winding route that stretches from here to eternity. Discover the warm, energetic, inventive, and friendly inhabitants of hell. Can you tell me the quickest way to hell? Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Learn how a people steeped in tradition have made their city a thriving modern metropolis. It's the cop from hell! And meet the individuals who have made hell the international hotspot it is today. I am the Prince of Princes. We've heard that story before, haven't we? Highway to Hell. An unforgettable journey from Sovereign Pictures. Now we'll have some fun. Welcome to Rough Cuts. I'm your host, Ilian, and I got my wonderful co-host, Boyks, here today. Hello. Uh, you found, you just, like, woke me up at 9am on a <laughs> Sunday and said, hey, do you want to see the best shit that you've seen the last four years? And yeah. I went, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, I gave you a couple options, and I went over the first one, I'm like, this, this is gonna be some sick shit. This is going to be the best thing ever. Also, this one has werewolves and gangs. And I'm like, why the fuck would you offer something else? <laughs> <laughs> you immediately, you're like pumping this movie up. Like, you want to see the sickest shit imaginable? Look at this. Look at the synopsis. Look at this. This looks fucking rad. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So, And then you're like, okay, and that's option one. And I'm like, well, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean <laughs> option one? Like, or do you want to watch some total fucking trash? Gee, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the first one? That one sounds good. Maybe the first one. I mean, I have chosen a lot of total trash <laughs> over the years, so. <laughs> Look, sometimes I pick a winner, all right? Oh my god. And this was a absolute, not even just a winner. I think this is a hidden gem of a film, which is a absolutely. very absolutely loaded term. But I think this is the correct use case for that term. Yeah, this is... I think, oh, I don't know if it's my favorite thing that we've discovered out of this. It's up there, It's up there. It's up there. It's up there. It has a lot of problems, but you know what? Yes. It's it's all in, and it has dumb fun with it the whole time. 
Ex- yes, that's the th- so. This is a schlocky B movie in the way that you want a schlocky B movie to be. So there's, I guess that there's kind of like a continuum in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. You have the schlocky B movies that are fun because nobody understands what they're doing, and they're all just the worst at it, they're and they fun. think that they're doing the best. They're fun because they're fucking up so much, and they don't realize mm-hmm. it. Yes. And they don't re well and not only do they not realize it like what they think they're doing they think they're doing like the best movie yes ever. yes and that's really fun because it shows like a passion for it and a weirdness that doesn't come through in normal films and then there's schlocky B movies where it's somebody who knows what they're doing and they understand filmmaking but they're like Fuck art. I don't need to make some high art. Do you guys want to go to some goddamn In-N-Out at like 3 a.m.? Fuck yeah, we want to go to some goddamn In-N-Out at 3 a.m. Paul Giamatti, you want to come down and set your golden globe down at the In-N-Out? (laughs) Did you see that? You you want to just write some shit? You just want to write some shit and just enjoy it? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I I mean, they brought the whole Stiller family. Yes! Yeah, there's the whole Stiller family. It, ben, even, Amy, Jerry, and Mira, the it's whole all, gang. It's four of them, yeah. Yep, the <laughs> whole gang's there. <laughs> oh, man. They they got, like, a rock star. They got the, the band I of was... groupies that, that mm-hmm. were running around in the motorcycle gang, or, like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a British rock band, I, apparently. They're actually just a oh, band. Oh, were they? Yeah. Was that, was that Happy Faces? I don't know. I was that was that the band that did the, the soundtrack? The band that did the penis music? I don't know. Yeah. If they did the penis music, but that might have. I Cause, wonder cause if I, that's the case. I was I trying to look is... up Happy Faces, which is the band that did the soundtrack for most yes. of this movie. Mm-hmm. And there's very little information. They're they stopped making soundtracks and movie music in the nineties. Yeah. Okay. And, and now they're like a yoga coach. So, I don't know. Huh. They, they made R&B penis music. I don't know what they do now. Just, like, some wild <laughs> jazz shit for, like, all like, these chase scenes and stuff. Like, you yeah. have a movie called Highway to Hell. There's a very mm-hmm. obvious band you have in mind for Highway to Hell, right? Yes. And you're gonna do sex, drug, rock and roll, and, like, yep. and you're gonna get that band. And then they tried to get ACDC. And they couldn't afford them. <laughs> so, I don't know that they ever tried. They, I don't think they wanted that. I think that they were like, you know what? Everybody's going to expect that. Let's just go in the wildest, stupidest direction possible away from that. Yeah. Let's it, do penis music. I don't know how else to describe it. It's penis music. I don't know what else it is. It's I, like, I have no idea what you mean by penis music, but I find it amazing. It's like R&B mixed with 80s rock or something. It makes, it's... It's no sense. I mean, it starts out, so the beginning of the movie, we I started laughing about 15 seconds in, because they're doing the credits, and it's like this nice piano mm-hmm. music, and there's like, like you said, like R&B kind of singing over it at first, yeah. and then it goes, yeah! Over it, and, like, and I was just like, holy yeah. shit, like, just does the like... That, like, really bad 80s hair metal, like, yeah, over over it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yeah. 
It's like somebody doing a bad Nickelback impression. Or, yeah, yeah. or like when Metallica started just yeah. doing absolute shit. Like, it's just that. It's, oh, it's, it's so, so funny. Good. But, like, over, like, piano R&B, like... <laughs> like it's so weird it's, it's so weird music and and the entirety of the film it's this like eclectic bizarre mashup of music yeah that, that feels like a shit post yeah and, but it fits the movie but it fits is the thing. and it's like whoa what the i don't even know how to feel about this because this move this movie feels like a bizarre shit post the whole thing yes uh yes and one of the things I was really disappointed because I looked it up because I first I was like, holy shit, is that Rob Lowe? Like in the again, mm-hmm. the first main character gets introduced and it's uh it's Christy Stewart. Ugh. And Rob Lowe, I thought, was there, and I'm like, man, that looks so much like Ro- young Rob Lowe. Who is that? Is that Rob Lowe? And so then I looked it up and it's Chad Lowe, but it's it spoiled me on it yeah. spoiled me on something. <laughs> That I was so sad not to get as a surprise. I, I'm I'm the blessed one here who didn't when look up the When you got blessed, you were like, well, because at one point, so yeah. the plot of this is that, I guess, okay, really, really quickly, broad strokes plot. Guy and girl go down a road in the middle of the night that, like, has all of the horror tropes of, like, oh, you don't want to go down there at night. Yep. That's an abandoned highway. All all that stuff. And then it's the highway to hell name of the movie. And, and it leads them to hell and they have to get back. Like that's They the, have to get back. That's the basic lore. And when they're in hell, at one point, you're like, wait a minute. Is that a swastika? I'm like, boy, because it's hell. And you're like, oh, <laughs> course, okay, yeah. Right, oh, right. yeah. Like, is that yeah, like just a like, random Nazi? And I'm like, yeah, it's it's hell. And you're like, oh, okay. It wasn't just a random Nazi, though. It was a very Because I saw one. it in the cast. It is yeah. Hitler. And it is Hitler played... By Gilbert Godfrey. By Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> it's, it's really good. It's very good. No, I am not Hitler. I am Bob. I tell them that over and over. I don't belong in hell. Did they need <laughs> They're going to be so embarrassed when they find out that I'm actually Bob and I'm not Hitler. I was definitely and not Hitler. In fact, I'm 19. 19 years old. <laughs> I like to listen to heavy metal. I uh, like to sit in my room and play air guitar. Uh-huh. Would you just get over it and get therapy like I did? No, I'm not Hitler and I should not be sitting at the same table with the Flintstones. I can't deal with this. <laughs> this is just in the middle of the movie for no reason. <laughs> just because they could get Gilbert Gottfried and they talk No reason. Him. The reason is that it's amazing. <laughs> That's the reason. I, I think what you missed also during that scene where he's playing cards with Cleopatra... Mm-hmm. And Attila the Hun. Is and Attila the Hun. Attila the Hun yep. is also Ben Stiller in that scene. Oh, I noticed. Yeah, no, I noticed that. Yeah, okay. I knew. It's <laughs> real dumb. It's yep. real dumb. Yup. Uh, I don't... This movie's hard to talk about in, like, a straightforward way because it's... It's not really not a straightforward vignettes, film. but it feels like you've just come out of a bad dream. Yeah. The way that you were describing it when we were watching it is that it has a lot of, like, that Friday the 13th dreamlike mm. schlock kind of You mean, it, um... You or mean Nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know yeah. why I said... Friday the 13th, because we were talking about the uh, actor for Hellcop. We, we haven't is, mentioned Hellcop yet. We have not mentioned Hellcop yet. Uh, but 
the actor for Hellcop plays Jason at one point. So we were talking about yeah, Friday, yeah. Friday the 13th, so it was just in my head. Yeah. But it, it feels like that dream life where you're going from place to place and nothing ever quite fits. Uh, almost like the movie, I wouldn't say it's stylistically like Brazil, but no, but. but that dream like everything's kind of off. Yes. And goofy. Yeah. yeah, every scene is absolutely... Because, like, just examples, they'll be going down the highway and there is a split-second cut to... Because he's supposed to now find the shortcut to mm-hmm. hell at one point. Once he, once he gets onto the highway to hell, there's another highway that's a he's shortcut He's got to do the sub-story to the side quest to hell. Yeah, Basically, no. yeah. And there's a road to nowhere that he's looking for. Mm-hmm. And it does this one-frame almost shot of a billboard for the road to nowhere. And it has like 12 jokes on it. There's so many jokes. And it jokes. feels like that. Like everything is just... And it's really weird, zany shit all over it. Like, there's, like, a big skull, and it's, like, highway commissioned by Attila the Hun, and, like, like yeah. highway commissioner Attila the Hun, and all this weird stuff on it. Or, or there's, there's like, a construction crew building a road, and then they're just letting people in as they're telling them, like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know the kid was drinking bleach, but it's his own fault anyway. Or I didn't know he was still alive when I pulled the cord. Oh, my bad. Yeah, and the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And, and then they and pave them with good intentions, literally, by turning mm-hmm. them into pavement in a, in a yes. machine. Like, like fucking the walls. Another brick in the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god. It even says, uh, like, a good intentions paving company. And uh, it's like all severed yep. limbs and stuff being put onto the road. It, it's a joke a the... minute. A joke a minute. Every every single time you look at the screen, there's yep. another joke. And it's all weird, like, hell lore and stuff. So it's all very strange and... We watched a movie with world movie, building. Like... Yeah. There's yeah. world building. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so at the beginning of the movie, like, Charlie and Rachel and Mr. Ben, their cool yes. dog. Which is our cool dog. You thought this wasn't a dog movie. You were wrong. They're driving down the road. They're going to Vegas to get married. And they think a cop is running after them. Because of something? I think it's because they're eloping. And they don't want her mom to know. I think that's the plot. I don't know. Because they said that the mom did know. He said, like, oh, your mom will... But yes, she already knew, but he thinks that she's going to, like, try and catch them to stop them or something. It's it's loose. I don't don't think it's important. There's something weird. Yeah. Yeah. And they say, like, what we're doing is technically illegal. And, like, so I don't... Yeah. There's some weirdness. It's, like, a thought about, like, okay, these people are... And it's because they want to have sex, honestly, is what it is. That's it. Yeah, that's why. Very much that. Yeah. Yeah. But but they're they're going down the road. They think a cop is is following them, so they take a side road. The cop drives by. This is the same mm-hmm. cop who at the diner was playing Outrun on video game console arcade, which is important later for video games. Don't worry. Yes. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. It's the dumbest thing. But so they're, they're going down that side road, and they they happen upon the last chance stop for gas. Yes. God. Right. And mm. and the last chance stop has a very awkward, touchy guy. Yeah. He's like trying yeah. to warn them to not go on the road at night. But if they do, make sure they go 
straight past the two Joshua trees and take a left. Yeah, you cannot, do not pull over and fall asleep before and, the second Joshua tree. And you have to remember that. This is like classic horror trope. And oh. classic indie comic horror trope of like mm-hmm. the Night Strangler or whatever, you know, that type yep. of thing. And and as they're going down the road, of course they fall asleep and they get pulled over by the hell cop. Yes. Who, who handcuffs... <laughs> handcuffs okay you can't just say handcuff yes i can i mean you can but you're doing a disservice (laughs) and this is what we mean about like every scene is just full of weird wacky strange hell stuff like on his car is to uh oh god like to an oppress and enslave to oppress and enslave or something goofy yeah yeah something like that and it was like an e and an e though but like something an enslave and uh he's got like all these scars carved into like runes carved all over his skin and, and he's the got idea these... for the writing on his skin i think came from like a clive barker movie they're like oh we should yeah. do that too because mm-hmm. that's such a good idea yeah, he looks very like Hellraiser or something. Yeah, exactly. And he's uh, got like sun- these big sunglasses on, and he's got like an anarchy symbol as his uh, like cop sure badge does. and like pentagrams. all all his shit, like pentagrams all over him, all this kind of thing. And he has his handcuffs, which are hands <laughs> on a chain yeah so they grab you and hold you because they're handcuffs but he punches charlie at, like on top of the car knocking mm-hmm. him out and then mr ben attacks the hell cop and he punches mr ben knocking him back bastard bastard cop cop attacking mm-hmm. a dog I don't know. Sounds unlikely. Man, yeah. <laughs> this this movie is wild. Uh, and then there's even more lore. It's like the Hellcop does a pentagram with his hand to cause the door handle to disappear in his cop car. Yeah, it's how he controls his cop car is by making, like, upside-down crosses and like he's, like, a weird Catholic. Which is important <laughs> like, for later. And, and like, it it there's sets up building. and pays off like a movie does. And, and when Charlie goes back to the last chance stop and meets the creepy pervert mechanic again, the mechanic's like, oh yeah, by the way, I, I didn't tell you it was a hell road because you wouldn't believe me. That that road goes to hell. There's a hell yeah. cop. And the road leads to hell city. <laughs> <laughs> there's two roads down there. There's a road within a road. What? You can't see it. It's there all right. I've been there. Where? Highway to hell. <laughs> Highway to hell? <laughs> this is not a joke! I am not kidding! Okay, okay. Okay, can you please just tell me where there's a phone? You can't phone hell, boy. You can drive there, but you can't phone hell. <laughs> Anyway, here's a a special gun that fires special bullets that was made by my dead wife, who Who was also abducted by Hellcop, got abducted by Hellcop 50 years ago. And that's why I'm on this road. And I have my my special, like, 50s roadster that I have. My 50s roadster Hellcar. 
that's that's just to go to hell and uh here's a teddy bear that's a timer for 24 hours so that you you have to get out of hell in and, 24 hours or you're stuck there forever and on and on and on and you just uh, get and my like car has a cool spiel. special thing that i forgot to tell you which definitely won't come up no later. no come back it's a special thing you gotta know and and all yeah. of this charlie's hearing all of this is like no that makes sense i saw hell cop i'm gonna go yeah. kill that fucker <laughs> <laughs> time to go but, get him but like it sets up all this world building and the world just accepts it right yes. and and in modern day it would set up all this world building and then the character would say wow that's stupid yeah right? it feels like you would have some kind of you would have pushback. some smart ass remark about it right like looking at the camera talking to the audience but in this movie it's just yeah, that's the hell cop you have to yeah drive i to don't hell. even think that that's a, a modern movie problem honestly i think that and I don't necessarily think it's always a problem, but it's nice in a way that it just, like, it's like, okay, we're not going to do the, like, oh, he's not sure about it. He's going to go and, like, find other cops or call somebody for no. help or do all this stuff first and then slowly believe. No, we're just going to have him go to hell. <laughs> like, and he's just going to go to hell and have a fucking rad time. And what I need to point out about this world building and how all in it is, is this mm -hmm. is, like, ten minutes. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's so quick to get to the point set up the plot and just get you on that roller coaster ride i was worried because i thought the the one problem that i was having with it was i'm like okay this is a great setup this is wild so far and the sets are incredible like Hellcop's car we haven't gotten into Hellcop's no. car. like Hellcop comes through and he's got like this heavily modified car that's shooting flames out the back of it and all his shit he's got like his gun is this weird sci-fi like robocop ass yep. gun it's just like things like that so there's all this shit that i was super in on and i thought okay but it's going so fast it's gonna slow right they're gonna have to bog it down because how how is the rest of like there's an hour and a half of movie left. This has taken five to ten minutes. How are we going to have an hour and a half of him in hell? And the answer is, by being fucking radder every five minutes. Because they have an hour and a half in hell. That's how. Yeah, to just get wilder and wilder shit cool going. shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is like your old Conan the Barbarians type of story of just wandering around as weird, random fantasy shit happens. Yes. Right to the party yeah. as the yep. party gets collected. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's also like Pee-wee's big adventure with stop motion and just yep. wild characters and cowboys out of nowhere and a biker gang. <laughs> it's just a classic adventure and, movie. Yeah. But it but it also feels like it was directed by Sam Raimi somehow. Because <laughs> there's yeah, evil it, dead. It definitely has some and... weird zoom-ins and stuff. Uh, one thing that I should actually mention is it was uh, written by Brian Helglund, mm -hmm. who, I, I hope I'm saying that right, but it was the writer for L.A. Confidential and uh, <laughs> won sure. an Academy Award for that right afterwards. Like, this this movie actually has some chops, which is, oh, uh, oh, really? Like, it, yeah, it has real talent and stuff in it. So, Charlie gets to hell by mm -hmm. using the Back to the Future formula of driving the exact right speed down Hell Road and believing enough that he'll go there. Yes. To the point where he has to yell, I believe! <laughs> as he drives. I believe. I believe. You just gotta believe in Satan. I believe! <laughs> <laughs> 
But also, and this kind of goes to the, like, he's not going to get help from anybody. He just is immediately mm-hmm. all in on this. He gets pulled over at first. Like, there's a Thinking cop car. The cop. Yeah. That, yeah, that starts trying to pull him over as he's going like, well, I believe, I believe, I believe. And he's speeding at like 120 miles an <laughs> hour down this highway. And so a car comes out and is red and light, uh, red and blue lights kind of after him. He stops and he gets his shotgun that was given to him by the guy. <laughs> his magic and, like, shotgun, yeah. When the cop comes up, he grabs him by the throat and puts his gun in his face and goes, give me my girlfriend back, you motherfucker, kind of thing. And then he's like, "Yeah, oh, shit shit because it's just a regular cop and the cop's like just shit in his pants because there's this dude that's got a shotgun in his face so then he floors it off and drives into hell as he's screaming i believe so it's like it's great because it's like oh yeah he already is so in he's like gonna fucking blow away a regular cop because he isn't he's just no 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 hell cop's real man i saw him take my girlfriend i'm not ah it's so good i'm in so so then hell cops take takes rachel to the donut diner yes pluto's uh, pluto's where all the stillers work you know and, and <laughs> i love the there's all the references everywhere though are all to like there's Caron and pluto's like everything mm-hmm. is something to do with like an underworld or a hell from a different religion or something my other drive or no what is it my Somebody had a bumper sticker. It's like my uh, my other driver. My co-pilot is Pontus. Pontius, something like yeah, Pontius. Yeah, my or, co-pilot or co-driver. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. And like the the governor that killed Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Just yeah. dumb jokes. So so he mm-hmm. takes her to the the donut Pontus. shop, and all the dead cops in the donut shop, <laughs> which in itself is a good joke. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, are like harassing the hell cop trying to steal his his breakfast and his coffee because the the lady at the donut shop won't give the cops any coffee. Yeah, she won't serve them. That's the joke. She, it like and it's not like she's denying them service. It's just that she's like, oh yeah, what would you like? And they're like, oh, we want like coffee and a donut. And she's like, oh, that's lovely. My old husband and just like goes into stories. And then they're like, okay, that's great. Can you give me my coffee and donut? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, and just like keeps I, going. I, I think it's funny that that is cop hell. Yes. It's the donut shop where they won't give them coffee. Yes, it's really good. And one of the main cops is, of course, <laughs> Jer- Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Uh, ben Stiller's dad. And he's trying to steal Hellcop's coffee because she's willing to give it to Hellcop because Hellcop's scary. Hellcop's yeah. like yeah. The, the cop in hell, not a cop a mortal cop sent down right so they steal his coffee and then hell cop blasts him yes but this gives rachel a moment to pour hot scalding hell coffee from hell which is acid onto the handcuffs which releases Mm -hmm. the handcuffs so she can run away but she runs away into a biker gang from clockwork orange yes (laughs) run by a highlander (laughs) He's got a fucking sword. He's just... And he, like, threatens Hellcop with it. With they the have sword, a like it's a gun. Off. Yeah, he's like, yes. oh, I'll shoot you too, Hellcop, with my sword. Yeah, you don't know, man. You, you don't own me, fucking cop. And he's got his little groupie gang that the whole time he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get Hellcop, and like, you get him. And he's like, yeah, I got him. And, and oh, God, good job, leader. Like, there's The just, whole, the whole groupie gang also has, like, 
in-universe consistent characterization of like the clown groupie the dentist groupie the dentist groupie like, who's like grabs one of them and has like a dental mirror like you said like you're like what is he doing at the dental mirror this? Just holding the guy's mouth like you know it's so good but he gives rachel back to Hellcop after stopping mm-hmm. her because he wants a favor from Hellcop later yes and now he owes him one and now you owe me uh, I wanted to mention, too, that as she's going in and out of uh, Pluto's, on the sidewalk is the cook. Yes. He, it's ben, so hot. Which is Ben Stiller. Yes. I was going to say, Ben Stiller is cooking eggs on the sidewalk and, like, meat and stuff in this pile of, like, char and piss uh, outside yeah. on the sidewalk. Yeah, you you wanna you wanna taste this beef? It's my favorite meat ever. Oh, you're a vegetarian? That's cool. Don't worry, it just tastes like chicken. Yeah, it'll be great. You'll love it. <laughs> it's like chicken. You're a vegetarian. What the fuck, vegetarian? You Vegetarians ran away from me, you vegetarian piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, Ben? There's some very. I thought that was hilarious. Personally, <laughs> there was some real good stuff from him there. It. It's funny for me to be like, man, I like Ben Stiller <laughs> in yeah. this, but also I like Ben Stiller in this. I, I think when... It's just a few bit parts, but... When the Highlander gives Rachel back to Hellcop, Rachel mm-hmm. calls him a bastard. Yes. And I, I can't overstate the charisma of this man. Oh, yeah. Because he turns around and like, bastard? Well, that's a compliment here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Bastard! Down here... That's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That dude's great. He's got like He's a so really good. good look for the biker dude. As like, if you're thinking of like biker Highlander, you immediately think of like long hair and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that whatever you've thought up in your head, that's the guy that they got. That's to biker play Highlander. Like, just that's him. Nailed him. That's him. Yeah. Uh, so then Charlie's driving towards the donut shop and he gets stopped or, or he stops by uh, some random building with a, a hot rocker chick who is a real yes. rocker chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forget what band she's in, but God. Yeah. I, I know I, I her looked name up, even yeah. there. There's a bunch of cameos by some mm-hmm. well-known people. Like, like we already said, like Jerry Stiller and yeah. uh, Gilbert Godfrey and all these people. So there's a lot of them, yeah. but, but she's, she stops. She's like, "Oh, you want to? You want some sex, drugs, and rock and roll?" Yeah. Okay. Well, she's like, "Well, I'm looking for the way to hell," and she's like, "Well, sex, drugs, and rock and roll get you there, and I know where all that is." <laughs> yeah. Okay, but do you know where where Hellcop is? Oh, I know where Hellcop is. All right, then just get in. Oh, uh, well, there's got to be room for two though. And suddenly, there's the ice cream guy. There's <laughs> just yeah. And she's like, "Okay, I'll get in the back. Do you have room for two? And then suddenly, this just. Through the window, this dude lunges instantly into the car. Like, we're talking, like, in a quarter of a second, and he's just screaming, like, You want ice cream? He's wearing all his ice cream gear, and he's all zombie makeup up and everything. And and... and then he's got a scoop. He's like, I'll scoop your brain out. (laughs) (laughs) It's hell. And and Charlie just blasts him, like, a hole through his styrofoam face. And it's so so evil dead it's so it's evil dead and bad it looks terrible but like it's perfect on purpose terrible it's yeah perfect. exactly it's amazing just one thing whatever have you got room for two <laughs> who the hell is what hey fuck him up Ben. 
some ice cream, dude. It sure is. It has the music for it, too. I think is uh no does he go after health cop somehow his car gets damaged i, I think he does drive after yeah Hellcop. he does find and, and health cop shoots and his Hellcop car shoots his car up yeah yeah because because he does this whole real chase in the desert where they're mm-hmm. bouncing vehicles off each other and it looks like fucking terminator 2 or or mad max or mad yeah, max very, it looks yeah, great well. Then, and I mean, then, this is before Terminator 2, because this was uh, shelved for a couple of years. It was 1989. 89's when it was shot. This movie was finished. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it was released in 91, but released in the States in 92. It has a very weird release cycle. They they didn't believe in it. They thought no. that it was going to... F- they, they were thinking of just shelving it forever, which, God, I'm so like, glad that didn't happen. If this came out in 89 or 90, I think it would have had a good chance. I, but I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's hard to know because, like, that's the thing is you need promotion and stuff. Like, this basically went straight to video, so <sighs> had a very limited. At, at times, this reminds me of Total Recall, also with like yeah. the fake ads playing and. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's got a little Verhoeven in it in a it way. Does. Yeah, there's some satire. Like but everything's larger than life and strange. It is, and it all has deeper meaning, but not in like a a stuck up way. <laughs> Yeah, you said like kind of they live vibes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it has like I don't know a what, lot of. Is the theme like I don't even know what the theme would be. Free will. I don't like making your own decision, escaping. Like yeah, I don't. Society. This one I don't know. I think this one would more it's have messy. To, it's just fun. I think this one's more yeah. just fun. I don't know that there's a deeper meaning in it, but like style wise it it shares a lot in common with like a lot of the kind of schlock classics and yeah. what i mean by that is like they live total recall like the verhoven mm. john carpenter even running uh, man sam, a bit. yeah a little bit of the sam raimi with like some of the weird zoom in and mm-hmm. spinny shots and things like that like there's a, a lot of that kind of cheese in it and i'm sure that the director uh it's ant ant uh, eight de young or de eight de young. I think it's a uh, ata de ata de young or de young. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's uh, a Dutch mm-hmm. film director. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I would be surprised if he didn't list a lot of those people as influences. It, it does even feel like the later um, Nightmare on Elm Street, which makes sense. Because it has a writer for one of the later Nightmare on Yes. Right? That's the funny thing about, yeah, yeah, Brian Helgeland is, not only did he do L.A. Confidential and a bunch of other, like, yeah. really, really well critically acclaimed movies, he also started his career doing this and Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's yeah. all this, there's so much of that part of the industry in this movie, and it's, yes. it's so weird that I don't know about this film. Yeah, I know, I never heard about this thing, and it's really cool uh, a tow truck shows up trying to steal charlie's car his hell car mm-hmm. and and charlie triple a from triple a yes everybody knows triple a that's anarchy armageddon and annihilation triple <laughs> a <laughs> which is also a i think the the other side of the vehicle also said satanic mechanic which is like a rocky yes, horror joke yep yep 
Yep. So th- they were trying everything to put so many jokes in. It's constant. Every and, scene has little bits in it. And the guy that's towing his car is stopped by Charlie with his cool magic shotgun. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, man, that's my car. Stop taking my car, man. And, and the mechanic's just like, I, I mean, it's not going to do any good, you know, in the middle of the desert. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll, like, I'll on, take man. it. Let me take it back to my place nice. and I'll fix it for you. Oh, and then, man, this mechanic's just like super friendly and really calm and cool and collected. He's just like, yeah, he's like, hey, you should just come with me and I'll fix it for you. Me. Oh, you're gonna take a look at it? I never said I'd look at it. <laughs> I said I'd fix. I said I'd fix it. I'm really good at fixing anything. Yeah. Do we have a deal here? And he puts his hand down. <laughs> and I'm, we're sitting there going like, oh, Charlie, you do not understand where you are, <laughs> oh man. And it's like, yeah, 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 we got a deal. What's your name? Beazle. Beazle. <laughs> <laughs> oh weird you got an eye ring on your hand huh that's that doesn't mean anything right and anyway i'll just go off the satanic mechanic and also there's a small kid there called adam and, yeah. and adam and charlie start taking it off like taking off together and hitting it off uh because because adam likes his cool dog mr ben yes. which i also like his cool dog mr ben and then they talk at a later point and he's like adam i'll take you back with me if i ever get out of here you will do you do you swear on your heart let's make a deal (laughs) let's make a deal and i'm like god damn it charlie god damn it and charlie immediately shakes his hand and doesn't even think about it and it's like yes yeah adam the son of bezel the son of bezel yeah yeah, I'll just make a deal with you to take you out of hell. This is good. I'm sure it's fine. What's the problem? It's so good. It's so good. So, so Yeah, why wouldn't I? So Beazle... I'll just make deals with everybody. Everybody's so friendly here. Beazle fixes up his hell car, and Charlie goes mm. on his way with, with Adam. And I, I think he leaves with Adam, right? Or does Adam just, like... Adam just pops up. Oh, he just, he's hanging on the side of he's his car. He's hanging on the side of the off. car. God, yes. It. Yeah, no, you you have, there's like a wide shot of him <sighs> driving into the desert. And as that happens, you yelled out, you went, what the fuck is that kid on the car? And they've just got like, it's just a wide overhead shot of this car driving down the highway. And there's a little kid like holding onto the wheel like a little goblin. <laughs> we, <laughs> I, I need to, now's a good point to... To make a point of this, I guess. This movie does a really good job of show instead of tell. Yes. Yeah. And and it'll just show you lore building things in the background of other scenes. Mm-hmm. Like this kid hanging on the side and then just climbing in the window in the next scene. Or or Beazle with his butler getting a chair. Yes. As he's about to go watch the ending of the movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, like, and it's just in the background. Like, they don't draw attention to it. They're it's not, like very, very like, small in the background. Bring me a chair. I must watch this. <laughs> yeah. No, he's just getting it. You're like, that's really funny. <laughs> well, and I love that they showed him, like, hanging on the side of the car. Because they could have totally just had him, like, pop out from the back. Like, that's a common trope, In the back right? of Mr. Ben or something, yeah. But no. But instead, like, they actually show how he got in the back of the car. Which is that he was gremlining on the side of it. Like, a little bastard. It's so good. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. And if you weren't paying attention, you'd be like, wait, what? But I was yeah. paying attention. So, so I do. I. Yes. I don't know how you could watch this movie and not pay attention. It is gripping. So, so anyway, they drive to Hoffa's strip club. 
Yes. <laughs> With the slot machine has out a, front. Yeah, there's a giant Hoffa slot machine that has Hoffa holding a Tommy gun as the, like, the, lever to spin the one-armed bandit. The wheels. Yeah. And then the uh, wheels on it say Hoffa's. But then they spin at different points and th- say things like, I love hell. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's real good. It's such a dumb joke. It's so dumb, but it's so really good. So, so they get a Hoffa's where all the bad people go to party. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a strip club. And also Rachel's there handcuffed to one of the, the strip cages. And hell cops there. And, yeah. and Charlie finally has his one-on-one with hell cops. And immediately fucking lose. <laughs> <laughs> immediately gets his ass kicked. That's one of the best parts about this movie. You mentioned, again, yeah. like the John Carpenter connection, a little bit of Big Trouble in Little China. That feel too. Yeah. This a couple times. And this definitely feels like that. Because, like, if you know Rob Lowe, like, Chad Lowe looks very similar. Mm-hmm. That's not action movie guy. Like, he's not, you wouldn't call him, like, he's not, you know, skinny and not ripped. Like, he's a pretty ripped dude in a way. But also, he just doesn't have that action movie persona look kind of thing about him. And he just feels like this dude that's stuck in hell. And he gets his ass handed to him appropriately instantly. He is dumb of ass and heart of gold. Yes. Which more 80s action heroes need to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, he's, but he's not competent. No. Like, he's no idea what he's doing. He's totally out of his depth. He shoots Hellcop twice and then Hellcop just brushes the Just brushes off, it off? Literally. I love that. Where he's like, and, what the fuck? Yeah. Then grabs his own gun and shoots him in the chest with his own gun. And just like, alright, well, that's over, and just walks away. Like, Hellcop fucking wrecks him instantly. And then Beazel shows up, and mm-hmm. he fixes all sorts of things. Cars, people, fix anything. horse races. Horse races. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Beazel's such a stand-up guy. Yeah. So, so he fixes Charlie, which I assume is part of the deal, because Charlie made a deal to take out Hellcop and save Rachel, I think. I don't know what yeah. the actual deal was. I'm a little I, lost I on that. I can't remember the exact, yeah, there was some wording to it. But Beazle but... saves him, Gilbert Goffrey's Hitler, and then they leave. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he has to go... He's to... not Hitler, though. He's Bob. He's you Bob. leave Bob alone. Bob's been persecuted enough. Cleopatra keeps telling him to just go to therapy and... God, that was a great... Except yeah, that his whole, fucking fate already, goddammit. There's some great bits. There's some really good side bits. We can't do Th- There's all. a side anyway. bit of, like, reserve table for, like, Yeah, a bunch of Jerry Lewis, and, like, yeah, they have a bunch of names. Yeah. Anyway. It's like Spaceballs. There's too many jokes. There's <laughs> a lot of jokes. So, so then they go to the highway to nowhere, which is plagued by Volkswagens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like a hundred VW bugs all around. Uh, that shot is not digitally altered, Hellcop. by the way. They got nope. actual people with Volkswagens to just show up and drive in the desert for that shot. Yeah. And it looks fucking good. It looks great. It looks fantastic. They have them drive into a matte painting of like this giant cave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, nope. and then at that point... Charlie gets to nowhere, which is a sign pointing into the cave. So he has to stop his car, get out. Hellcop's there, because his car's mm-hmm. parked. And he, he's walking through the cave to nowhere, 
which leads into another dream sequence, like, 80s bedroom. Yep. Which is weird. Like, they're in a lot... It feels like a Vegas hotel room is what it feels like. Because that's where he which was trying to take her. Kind right. of the plot. That's, the, that's where he's trying to take her. He's trying to take her to Vegas so they can elope. I and didn't then think have about sex. that. Huh. So I actually feel like that was very much like, oh, this is a Vegas hotel room, much like where, where he's going for sex. And, and, and then she's she all tied up in. And she's tied up in a way that's like very SM, yeah. like on the bed, ready, you know, kind of thing. But it's it's supposed to be helicopter tied her up. But no, I think you're right. This is all like subconscious of what he wants and yes. what he's imagining. Yep. Uh, anyways, helicopter shows up not through the door, but through a wall, like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there like pointing the gun at the door, waiting for helicopter to come through, and Hellcop is like, "Fuck that! I'm going through the fucking wall, bitch." <laughs> Real good, <laughs> and he grabs Charlie and swings him around by holding his feet like like Hagar from Final Fight. This felt very <laughs> Sam Raimi to me. This, this part so in Sam particular Raimi. felt very and Evil especially Dead, especially because they do the mirror thing, Evil Dead, and they do the like scene. the spinny camera kind of like weird work with yeah. like really tight close-ups of his face as he's spinning around the room and going manic and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this feels real, yeah. Because he throws Charlie. Charlie grabs the cop's gun, which you should do. Always do. Apparently. Always do, apparently. That's what, that's what the movie told me. Uh, mm-hmm. And he shot Hellcop, which disintegrates him, except for his clothes and his sunglasses. Yes. And then... Rachel is like, wow, that was so brave of you, Charlie. Let's have sex right now. It's making me so hot. I just can't and, wait. And as as they're like smooching up, Charlie sees in the mirror that, wait a minute, that's some demon. Yeah. And he was very obviously kind of like, well, I don't know that we should be, this seems like a bad time to do this. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. so then he kills the demon and leaves. Yeah. As Hellcop's clothes teleport. Somewhere else. And his hell car. His hell cop car. And his hell car teleports. Yeah, the <laughs> clocks on the walls teleport. He, uh, when he kills the demon, he shoots her and she falls back into the bed. And the bed falls apart into a portal into hell. It's so like, cool. Like, further into hell. It's, it's so really cool. great. Yeah. Uh, and then they drive to the river Styx, which is where they bottle the beer sticks. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, know it, a beer you know it's good for beer. The most toxic beer in hell. <laughs> what are you doing here? This is my wizard forest where I build my wizard water. beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is real piss water sticks. I don't know if this is the best movie we've seen. Uh, it's but I'm having a real good time. And enslave. Oh my god. Sticks beer. This is incredible. Than any other regular beer. The worst beer. We've got that wizard beer. beer. The deadliest beer. It's sticks beer. And now we return to our feature presentation, Bowling for Leftovers. <laughs> this stuff's toxic as fuck. And and as as Charlie tries to sneak into the river sticks, past mm-hmm. the road to nowhere, to take the shortcut to Hell City. <laughs> He can't go because Karen is there. Yeah. And the Cerberus dog is blocking them. So Mr. Ben acid pisses on 
or maybe it's just because it's so hot. I don't know. It yeah, I think weird. it's just that it's so hot. But Mr. Ben distracts the CGI. No, it's not even CGI. It's it's stop, it's stop motion. motion. The stop motion Cerberus. It's not CGI. It's eighty nine. It looks so bad and so good, and I it, love it. It looks terrible, but also like in that charming way. <laughs> yeah. And, and he goes just outside of where the the chain for Cerberus is, mm-hmm. and like the kisses. To taunt yeah, to taunt him. Mr. Ben fucking asserts dominance over Cerberus. And it lets... Uh, this lets Charlie sneak through. Sneak past, yeah. That's what it was called. Happy Faces. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Fucking... Cerberus. God. <laughs> Yo! Good dog. Stop motion. <laughs> Back to the car, the Cerberus is why we wanted to watch this to begin with. I don't think we knew about Ben. Ben? What are you doing? Fuck him up, Ben! Yo, fuck him up! I owe you one, buddy. And then he talks to Karen, and he's like, hey, I need to go. My girlfriend got grabbed by Hellcop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to pay the toll and also be dead. <laughs> well, but I'm alive, and so is she. Well, rules were made to be broken. <laughs> well, okay, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> I guess. Uh, get on. <laughs> but there's no going back. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of you can't look back. That shows up a lot, actually. Cause, well, they, yeah, they do a very yeah. big Orpheus thing here. Like, very, very much. Like, from yeah. the Charon thing on is basically they just redo Orpheus. The yeah. minute they sneak past Cerberus, it's just the story of Orpheus. He goes into hell. Mm-hmm. He goes with on the boat with Charon. He makes a deal with uh, Bees, uh, with the actual devil. Well, he doesn't know that it's Bezel. Oh yet. yeah, no, that's true. Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> somehow we figured he it has out. Not figured it out because <laughs> um, we're not Charlie. But, like, yeah, <laughs> but the devil is there, and he like, hey, listen, like I I need to take her out, and like they have this big conversation, and he goes, well, I I'm gonna take her. He's like, okay, fine, you can go, but don't look back. And so then, of course. When he's running through all of like the art installations they have uh, in hell, because there's like a art installation. I, I think you mean the Beck music video. <laughs> I've seen a Beck music sure. video. I know what this sure. looks like. But yeah, there's like all these weird like people dressed in like the full uh, like Green Man kind of suits, it, but they're flesh colored. It's just a with, like, nylon bodysuit, but mm-hmm. it's made to camouflage with the random graffiti walls. Yeah, like, uh, it all looks like, um, oh god, uh, I'm trying to remember the artist. The guys that just do splatters. I'm sure, sure, sure my brain's sure. not thinking, but, like, all, all of that, uh, and so, anyways. Is it Warhol? Of course. No. Warhol was kind of part of that movement, but okay. no, that's not who I'm thinking of. Okay. But, a- anyway, it doesn't matter, like, all that, that movement. And, uh, god, I, my brain just. I keep on trying to come back to it. And but I can't think but of it. immediately Charlie she trips looks back. Yeah, because well, she cause trips, Rachel which trips. is exactly the story of Orpheus. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks back to grab her, and then, of course, all of them come out and... <laughs> and he jumps into Hellcop's car, and, and they hotwire it. And, and they drive 
through this underside of a, a bridge that's been spray painted and it looks so fucking industrial and cool. Mm-hmm. And they drive mm-hmm. into a wall because they believe and you see the shittiest fucking thing ever as they go through oh, the wall over the canyon to another wall. Oh, that green screen looks really bad. This one is almost inexcusable. Like, as much as they're having fun of, fun with it, this one was like... And, and then this takes them back to the cave where he parked his hell car with Mr. Ben yeah. before getting to Hell City. Mm-hmm. The Hellcop car that he shot the engine of to try and stop Hellcop from ever using it yes. is being repaired by a bunch of Three Stooges mechanics going, Hellcop, Hellcop, it's Hellcop! Hellcop, 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 And then and he, he just, like, grabs them and throws them out of the engine like, block. He throws them like Ewoks. <laughs> yes. And one of them is still working on it, and so he just slams the lid down on the guy, and you just see his legs flopping out the side. <laughs> it's like the witch's legs in fucking, <laughs> like, Wizard of Oz. It, it's oh, very yeah, dumb. Sure. Very dumb. It's really good, yeah. Why are the Stooges here? And then Hellcop's going after them because he didn't disintegrate at all. He's Hellcop. Nope. He's Hellcop. There's only one way to kill Hellcop, as we find out. Yup. Yep. Uh so because they they go back to Beasel's place. Because Beasel yes. was gonna help them escape. Mm-hmm. And and then Beasel shows up and he's like, Well, you can leave, but you have to go that way. But can't I can't I make you stay? Hmm? Maybe make a deal. And Charlie's like, what? And he goes, okay, listen, you cannot be as fucking thick as this, right? You do realize I'm the devil. And he goes, yeah, okay, yeah, I kind of thought. <laughs> oh, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, all right, that actually makes sense. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, you were the whole time. Uh, and anyway, you can't take my son, Adam. He's my son. You cannot, you're stay. not allowed to take my son. My son wants to stay with me, don't you, Adam? And he's like, yes, I promised I'd stay. Because that was actually one of the things. Mm-hmm. The reason why they got away from Beazle the first time is that Adam said, well, if you let them go, I promise I'll be good and stay. Kind of. Yep. He says, like, some kind of thing like that. And but Charlie wants to, to take them. Adam, and he refuses that. Uh, yes. But he has no deal for Beazle to make the change. Well, because Beazle's like, well, what are you going to give me? And he's like, well, I'll let you keep Adam. And he's like, I already have him. I'm not interested. And yeah, so then if we don't get away, you can keep him. Oh, well, I mean, I can just... Uh, Great. Okay. Yeah, and then Rachel's like, well, you could take me, I guess. Oh, okay, well... He's like, all right, I'll, I'll do that. And then uh, as he's get, he's like, okay, so what's the deal? We're going to race Hellcop to get out of hell. And if I win the race, then we get to go free. 
And as he's sitting there, Adam is, like, talking in the one window. Mm-hmm. And then Bezel, like, from the side corner, out of the, like, he, like, pops, pops his, his head, head through the other window in the background. And he goes, hey, by the way, I got a deal for you. Would you like to be a quarterback in the NFL for the Rams? And, <laughs> and then he... Charlie's, like, tipping his 49ers hat. Puts you know, on his 49ers cap. If you said the 49ers, I might have taken it. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, leave them both, and I'll make you a quarterback in the NFL. I, if you leave I ain't playing them. for the fucking Rams. I ain't playing for the goddamn Rams, you piece of shit. It's like, okay. <laughs> Such a dumb joke. But they had fun with it. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> suppose I made you quarterback of the Rams. Would you give me Rachel and Adam? <laughs> what the fuck? You know? If you'd have said the Niners, I might have said yeah. But you didn't. So go to hell. You said the fucking Rams, bro. <laughs> Where are your seatbelts? Oh my god. So dumb. So then they're getting chased because mm-hmm. Highlander guy is mad at Beazle for not letting him leave. And yes. and there's all this world building of of Highlander being the one who was supposed to originally be be brought back because Beazle was letting him help him be his right hand man or something. His son or there's, I, there's, there's some, some weird some backstory. Yeah. And he's mad that Beazle won't let him and Beazle's like, you're a disappointment. So then he mm-hmm. decides to go off on his own because his groupies won't attack Hellcop. Oh god, we also didn't mention too that uh oh, motorbike gang's wife. girlfriend, yeah, is actually the young wife who's still young of sam from the last stop at the beginning of the movie and she doesn't want to go back because she's just accepted her fate of eternity in hell basically something but like highlander that. Yeah. does want to go because eternity's too long <laughs> yes God. So, so then he goes after charlie and Hellcop's about to stop him by shooting him and then he aims his sword at him like a gun he's like you owe me Hellcop." Yeah, I told you you'd owe me. So Hellcop lowers his gun yeah. and lets him go. And, and then he goes after Charlie and just starts like stabbing the car from the side. He almost hits that dog he does. twice. He he's does. a bad boy. And and then as he's about to get shot by Charlie, the the young wife uh stops him by blinding him mm-hmm. with her like shawl or whatever. And, yeah. and this causes them to go over a small cliff of maybe five feet. No, it's more than that. But it, it's not much more than that. And, and they both die with Highlander 20. getting impaled on his Highlander. Yes, he stabs himself. He has the, like, most... <laughs> he has the most, uh... Oh, God. He has the most pathetic end. Where it's he just, just, like... Fuck him. Total yeah. fail son the entire movie. Complete failure. Like... Uh, un, yeah, totally unaccepted by his dad, the devil, trying to leave, like, falls off his fucking bike and immediately, like, cloud of dust settles and he's just dead in the middle of the road. He's like, <laughs> yum- like what? he yumches in the crater. It's, yes. it's just yeah. nothing. And, Stabs himself and dies. And then Hellcop goes after Charlie now, now that Highlander's mm-hmm. had his chance. Yes. and And as he's shooting at... At the car, and Charlie's shooting back, and they keep looking for ammo, and the ammo's going around, and it's this really hectic, chaotic chase that's really fun. 
Adam suddenly pops up. He's like, no, you idiot. You need to shoot Hellcop in the glasses. That's his weak spot. That's what I was, we needed to talk about this. Yes. I, <laughs> you can't just shoot he him goes, in the head, you idiot. He's Hellcop. Well, and even better, Charlie goes, what? Why didn't you tell me this at the beginning? Yeah, he sure does. And Adam goes, well, I wasn't on your side then. Yeah, I am now. No, I wasn't going to fucking tell you anything. I'm just going to fucking, I'm a hell child. Goddamn. Fuck. And is there... How are you not getting that this is hell yet? So after they find that out, they only have one bullet left. Their magic mm. bullet gun that kills Hellcop that was given to them yep. by the repair guy at, at the last <laughs> chance stop. This lore is deep. I love this movie. And and then Rachel's looking around for the bullet that fell, you know, down to the floor, and she sees a switch which they haven't seen yet, and that's the secret that the was installed. Secret of the car, and it's the secret nitrous switch that <laughs> the makes the car go in this very fast. Yeah, and fast enough to launch them back into the real world at the end of the road mm-hmm. by winning the race against Hellcop. But Hellcop plays dirty, so he follows them anyways to kill them. Yep, and he beats up the cop, beats the shit out of the the real one that was originally that was trying to stop them. Yep, yep, because that guy is arresting Charlie for <laughs> fucking menacing him with a shotgun. <laughs> In this case, fair. Which is, yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay. I mean, I... But, but Charlie listen, doesn't I don't, I'm no care. fan of the cops, but also I know that you're going to be in real trouble if you stick a fucking shotgun in the Because Charlie right? is so relieved that he just made it. He's like, yeah. yes, arrest me, please. I don't give and a shit. And he's laughing, yeah. He's just laughing the whole time. But, but like, Hellcop... Oh, this is amazing. Hellcop shows up, kills real cop. Mm-hmm. And then starts, like, bashing Charlie and yeah. gets shot in the face by Rachel. With the shotgun. Yeah. She's like, hey, I found the bullet. I did it. Thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found it. Fuck. Fuck Hellcop. And then we get the wildest ending, which I, because like, I I mean, obviously, Adam is the Antichrist, right? He's, he's a, the son of the devil. His name's Adam. He's a good boy. No, he's not. He's just a good boy. He's, he's, just, a, he's just a kid. He goes and lives with his aunt and uncle. Yep, yep. <laughs> we get an 80s style, like, text montage of coach went on to yep. win three championships the, like it's the that. story of charlie and rachel's adventure was the basis for three hit popular video games and adam went on to live with his uncle or whatever and sent pictures of his dog to charlie's dog all the time so mr ben could see his dog and Mr. Ben stars in his own dog food commercials now. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> like they, they all get little vignettes of like what they're doing now. And like it's Breakfast Club. The mechanic at the last chance in is still warning travelers to this day not to go down Hell Road, but they do it anyway. <laughs> it's like, yes. Okay. What? What? <laughs> it's like a goof comedy ending. It's so weird. That one. I wish, the problem with this ending, though, is they do it only in text. They needed to do a, a, they jump in the air and freeze. Yes. And then cut to, like, 80s pictures of them in the place where they are. each individual person. Exactly. They needed to do that. They needed to go way further with that joke, and I'm kind of sad that that one, that one felt a little flat to me, because it just, Mm -hmm. they didn't go far enough with it. There's, there's some ideas that I don't think got fully baked in this movie yes yeah and there are some that go 
just far enough where I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think I, it hits more of the fuck yes than the Absolutely, yeah. I, I feel like they no. definitely meant for Adam to have more going on once they got to the real world. But then probably they, were like... I think they wanted him to be like, like an Indiana Jones sidekick, like, kid character. Well, but I think there was supposed to be like a twist, right? Oh, maybe. Way, like, like where they Adam fucked is, up? Like, yeah. Well, because like, why would you bring a hell child out of, like, literally Satan's son named Adam out of hell? Because he's like, no, I just really want out of hell. Please, will you take me? Like, that's a trap. That's a hundred percent a trap. There's no way that you take somebody out of hell it, like that. It can't that. be a trap. They shook on it. <laughs> he swore. Yeah, to you his can't heart. make a deal with the devil. That that those always work out well. But like, yeah, it felt like there was some kind of setup there, and then it never went anywhere. So I feel like they maybe just ran out of time and budget and stuff to do things like that. Like that felt like a half baked thing because it really did seem like it was going to set up something, especially with all the handshaking like are you sure it's a deal you'll take me yeah right like, that felt very like uh and then it doesn't do anything it didn't really go too far surprising? yeah yeah i so there's a few things like there's that, that but... but the the makeup art is top notch mm-hmm. the stunts are top notch yes the, the jokes are very good and constant yep and like, even if they're not that good, again, there's it's one another of those movies one. where wait five seconds. There's it's, always it's something like, new. It's like a Gremlins two situation almost. Like, <laughs> there's sure, just so yeah. many. There's so many. I've never, I've never seen Gremlins two. Oh, Gremlins two is it's it's way better than you think it would be. Because okay, sure. Quick quick aside about Gremlins two. They did not like the idea of making Gremlins two at <laughs> at all, and they got they got forced into it. By the studio, so they're like, "Well, we'll just make the worst fucking Gremlins movie you've ever seen." Then you fuckers, <laughs> and the whole movie is just spite. And it's, Fair enough. It's great. <laughs> they they shit on everything related to Gremlins. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll have to so, do a watch of both of those. Oh but, man, uh, this this movie was a lot of fun. I I can't believe that we haven't heard of it. Like us in particular. This seems like such a movie for it does. our taste. It does. And I've never heard of anybody talk about this. And I, I don't even know if this has been on, like, one of those, like, like the drive throughs or the... I haven't seen this on TV. This probably wouldn't have got a TV release with all the boobs, but... Yeah, it's, it's it does have some sex, drugs, and violence, as it, it says. It's got what it says on the tin. <laughs> yep. 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 Sure does. But it feels like it should have been in one of those, like, cult B-movie shows showcasing it somewhere. And maybe it is, but... Yeah, and I've heard that it has a cult following after looking it up because we watched it. Like, I I looked at a couple things, but I've never seen any evidence of that personally, which is strange. And this is your time to make it that cult following. This is your time to watch this. We don't usually suggest you watch a movie, but this is one... This is one of them. This, this is, is up there with the Yattermans and stuff. Like, this is definitely just, like... As you said, we found a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's perfect. It's certainly not, like, my favorite movie of all time or anything like that. But if you're looking for, like, schlocky B-movie fun, this is it's, right in the wheelhouse. If like, you want a right film there. with penis music, you got it. <laughs> I mean... it. It is what you think it is on the cover, and it fucking rules if you're going for it. Uh, alright, let's, let's rate the dogs, I guess. Yeah, let's rate Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben rules. Mr. Ben is there from moment one 
mm-hmm. to the end of the film. Yep. And is constantly a companion to Charlie and riding in the back and also way better than Cerberus, as it turns out. As it turns out, yeah, this dog yeah. this dog absolutely shits on Cerberus. Almost literally. Almost literally. <laughs> Mr. Ben's a good boy. Not quite a hellhound. I, I would rate at least a six six five out of ten. I think it's it's close. No, I'm giving him a six six seven. He's Ooh. better than Cerberus. He's oh. one more. He's he's higher than Cerberus. We watched him piss all over Cerberus's shit. It's true. And tell him, hey, come at me, bro. It's true. Uh, and then ben, Ben's just asserting dominance. He also side eyes the fuck out of Charlie when he tries to. Uh, when Charlie's, <laughs> make Charlie's out like with... schmoozing on Rachel, he's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. hey, not in the Pinto, buddy." He's, he's in the back seat. Yeah, he's driving a Ford Pinto it's at the beginning. They have all these shit stupid car. jokes about it. Yeah. God, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, Mister Ben, six six five, six six seven. We'll cut that in the middle. That's a six 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 Uh-oh. out of ten, dog. Wait a minute, did we bring this dog back to Earth? <laughs> did we take the dog out of hell? Uh, the other dog is Cerberus, which I will not rate because we already rated that dog in the movie Cerberus. Correct, yeah. yeah no. We can't rate it can't, twice. Can't rate it twice, that's the rule. Double jeopardy yeah, applies, sorry, yeah. yeah. Alright, well, that's highway. No dog hell. can be condemned for its crimes twice, and Cerberus is a crime. <laughs> that's highway to hell, I guess. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, to Rough Cuts. And supporting us on Patreon. Uh, you can check us out on social media at Blue Sky as well as co hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email us suggestions or fan art or anything else you have that is appropriate. Or maybe not appropriate. We have gotten some messages from some directors and stuff sometimes, which we is have. really rad. I loved uh, getting the one from the director of Soccer Dog, which is a movie that we dog. also really yeah. liked. We've also and... reached out to the Dog Man director yes. and we got t-shirts that was great yeah we, we paid for those but <laughs> i appreciate it still all right but uh yeah thank you for watching this was a blast i unreservedly can tell you you should watch this movie which dang yeah hey i, I was thinking about maybe driving down a dark lonesome road later uh go real fast but like turn around a bunch of times and I, oh, can I can I join you? We'll just like I'll just grab the wheel like right as we pass a billboard, and I'm just gonna like spin it real hard. So we yeah, can no, cool we could do some real cool fucking donuts. Oh shit! Yeah, hell yeah, let's we should do, do that. that. Yeah, I heard that's great. There's a Joshua tree. That's so you go by the Joshua oh, tree, take a left, <laughs> uh, and then do like twelve more lefts as you yeah. spin out. And all right, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. Yeah, I'll right. see you. Yeah. See you soon. Fuck yeah. Hellboy. Drive there, but you can't phone hell.